0: good evening my friends this is barry cox coming to you with another podcast on this chilly evening um, a tuesday evening in october and so so grateful to share this time with you and so let's get right into it um the topic this evening is is also kind of a follow-up to our recent podcast about climate change and the main topic this evening is this the truth is carbon dioxide co2 is good for the environment a german philosopher named Arthur schopenhauer once said that all truth passes through three stages first it is ridiculed Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as being self-evident. End quote. That's, that's a quote of him. So I want to repeat that. This is just profound thoughts about truth. Truth passes through three stages. Quote, first is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. Third, it is accepted as being self-evident. End quote. So again, the truth is that carbon dioxide is good for the environment. Now these thoughts I'm sharing come from Dr. Will Happer. He was, he's, he was the physis, physicist professor from Princeton University for 50 years. He's an expert in CO2, he's even made lasers from CO2. And so he says this in regard in, as, he, as he was referring to Dr. Schopenhauer's, how, Dr. Schopenhauer's quote, he said this, the truth, this is a quote from Dr. Happer, quote, the truth that CO2 is not harmful, but actually good for the planet is somewhere between the stages of ridicule and violent opposition, end quote. <clears throat> so most of my thoughts this evening, come from a talk that Dr. Happer gave at the University of North Carolina that he entitled, The CO2 Myth. Now, again, he's a CO2 expert. He studied it for years. Again, he even made lasers from carbon. So early in his talk, which he conducted in a classroom setting, he took a moment to measure the carbon dioxide level in the room where he was speaking the the measurement was 1700 parts per million now carbon dioxide is measured by how many parts it makes out of a million that are in the atmosphere so as he measured it at 1700 he joked with the audience and told them they needed to stop breathing (laughs) the reason he said that is when we exhale As humans when the human exhales our breath contains 40,000 parts per million of carbon dioxide now worldwide catastrophe catastrophes have been predicted because carbon dioxide levels measure a little over 400 parts per million after dr. Happer told the audience the reading was 1,700 he asked Does everybody feel okay? Is everybody all right? (laughs) The crowd chuckled. Then he pointed out that in confined settings like submarines, they don't get concerned at all about CO2 levels unless it exceeds 5,000 parts per minute. Airplanes set the level at 7,000 parts per minute or per million. Pardon me. I said parts per minute. Pardon me. 5,000 parts per million for submarines, 7,000 parts per million for airplanes. He then asked, Why are we going crazy about 400 parts per million? Now, carbon dioxide levels are measured at, at the Mauna Loa Observatory in Hawaii this observatory is at an altitude of 3,400 meters. So it's well situated to measure air masses of very large areas. So concerns rose because in 1880, this observatory measured carbon dioxide levels at 280 parts per million. By 2019, these levels had increased to 413 parts per million now as this increase was people were made aware of this dire predictions of catastrophe have been made such as the sea levels are going to rise there's going to be an increase in severe weather there's going to be rapid rising temperatures so as these concerns were surfaced these were first labeled as global warming however in, over the last decade the temperatures have been steady so the 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 people that are so concerned about this have changed their vocabulary to climate change now dr happer as a co2 expert questions the concern about this measurement of little over 400 parts per million. And, and in fact, he he points out that historical records indicate that carbon dioxide levels throughout history have ranged from like 4,000 parts per million to 180 parts per million, wide range. And he also highlights that for much of world history, the level has actually been between a 2,000 parts per million. Now, the reality is plants love carbon dioxide. Plants love CO2. The optimum level for plant growth is 1000 parts per million. Indeed uh, when greenhouses, when they want to optimize plant growth, they actually buy propane gas burn it and then pump in the extra carbon dioxide to make plants grow in greenhouses now for dr happer he says we are actually in a famine of carbon dioxide at 400 parts per million since this the optimum plant growth level is actually 1000 parts per million again Carbon dioxide is the food for plants. Plants need three things to grow, light, water, and carbon dioxide. Plants grow better as carbon dioxide levels increase. As an illustration, India has developed an abundance of wheat, now exports wheat as their CO2 levels have increased. Increase in carbon dioxide levels are worth hundreds of billions of dollars in agricultural productivity. Now, <clears throat> according to the national oceanic and atmospheric administration website, quote, the carbon cycle is nature's way of reusing carbon atoms, which travel from the atmosphere into organisms on earth and then back into the atmosphere, over and over again. Since our planet and its atmosphere form a closed environment, the amount of carbon in this system does not change. Therefore, the carbon we currently have on Earth is the same amount we have always had. Now, where the carbon is located in the atmosphere or on Earth is constantly in flux. Carbon is continually exchanged between the ocean's surface waters and the atmosphere. The ocean covers 70% of Earth's surface and is a giant absorber of carbon, end quote. So as plants become more productive, the carbon cycle kicks in. Now corn powerfully illustrates this truth. Corn uses lots of co2 so plants what actually happens is they absorb co2 out of there not from their roots the stomata or the pores in their leaves absorb the co2 so in the heat of the day in a cornfield the carbon dioxide level is reduced by half as the corn absorbs carbon dioxide for food. Now let's highlight some things from this information. Nature continually recycles the same amount of carbon constantly. The ocean is 70 percent of earth and it constantly absorbs carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is plant food and plants constantly feed on it. If anything they would like more CO2, not less. Remember, the optimum level is a thousand and the current measure is four hundred. Again, Dr. Papper says that's a famine of CO2 for plants. Now, CO2 is far from a pollutant. Carbon dioxide is an odorless, colorless gas. Therefore, it's invisible. So it is not smog. It's clearly not a pollutant. In fact, as we breathe, we exhale carbon dioxide. Is our breath a pollutant? Well, maybe for some of us. How about if we brush our teeth and use mouthwash? <laughs> All living things depend on plants. Instead of too much carbon dioxide being a catastrophe, the real catastrophe would be too little carbon dioxide. Plants die if the carbon dioxide level drops below 150 parts per million. More carbon dioxide actually makes the world, more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere actually makes the world a better place. In fact, forests are coming back. We alluded to this with our last podcast from 1982 to 2016 north american forests have increased by the size of alaska and montana combined in that same period of time 1982 to 2016 forests in the united states and europe combined increased by 35 percent now again plants they love carbon dioxide plant carbon dioxide is plant food now these statistics are from a very positive book about how how the world is actually getting to be a better place the title is 10 trends every smart person should know it's by marion toopee highly recommend it i got a copy of it it's very encouraging now finally dr happer has some some amazing understanding about the true warming effect of carbon dioxide he says this quote the truth is without the warming effect of carbon dioxide we would freeze carbon dioxide has a unique doubling property this means that carbon dioxide levels must double to increase temperatures by one degree celsius so what that means is the current 400 parts per million must double to 800 in order for, de- for temperatures to increase by one degree. Then if, at 800, they must double to 1,600 for temperatures to increase by another degree. Now <clears throat> Dr. Happer illustrates this, this doubling property by the analogy of like painting a barn red. If we paint the barn, and the first coat's a little bit light, then a second coat would darken it up significantly. But once it's dark red, more paint doesn't make much difference. Dr. Happer believes that the warming effect of carbon dioxide on earth has already occurred because of this doubling property. In other words, it's very unlikely that the carbon dioxide levels are going to double repeatedly like this in order for that in order for carbon dioxide to cause the temperatures to actually increase. Now, Dr. Happer, his credentials, his expertise is without question yet. His thoughts that quote the truth that carbon dioxide is not harmful, but actually good for the planet have been ridiculed he closed his talk at the University of North Carolina as he closed it he mentioned that he had actually received postcards in which his life was threatened he has received death threats now Jesus the way and the truth was threatened with death many times before his ultimate death by crucifixion Jesus warned us strongly to be careful that no one deceives you and that just before his return, there would be a worldwide ruler who would control the entire world economy. Could global warming and climate change be a deception by which this ruler will actually seize power? Some profound thoughts, right? Let's pray as we close and ask the Lord to lead us as we consider these truths. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you that you sent Jesus. And and he even said, my very purpose to come to earth was to testify to the truth. And those those who love the truth will listen to me. Lord, I pray that you give us ears to hear what your Spirit is saying. Lord, I pray that 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 your truth would come to that point where, regarding climate change, that truth would the truth about carbon dioxide would become self evident. I pray for for those people like Doctor Happer and others around the world that that understand the true um, the true properties of carbon dioxide that they would speak up. And so, Lord, I pray that this truth would would go forth for your name's sake, Lord. And I pray that, that, that Lord, that there we would, you would protect us from deception. Lord, thank you for your awesome love again. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, lead us in all the truth. For your name's sake, we pray. Amen. Well, guys, have a great week. And we'll look forward to sharing with you guys in the future. Love y'all.